you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He alone is worthy of our worship. My my usual sidekick and partner, Kevin, he's with his dear mom. Uh, mom is living her last days. She's in palliative care. She's a wonderful lady. She's in her 90s. Pray, uh, pray for this dear family. Kevin's mom knows the Lord. Uh, even by the time you listen, if Kevin's mom's went on to heaven, just pray for this family. They you know, there's arrangements, there's different things the week after Christmas, there's a lot of things going on. We've been really honored to have my friend Vince with me, and I, I don't know if you guys have enjoyed Vince. I enjoy Vince, enjoy being around him. Uh, he's a buddy of mine. We're going to talk about how we met and some of the things that are going on in his life and what direction he's going into, so it's pretty exciting. So far, he's told us about his life, he's told us about his dear wife, Sarah, and uh, them getting married, him uh, uh, him being out in California and San Diego training to go to Afghanistan, his tour in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Some of the things we didn't mention is there was some physical injury and things that went on in there, some things in his life that just kind of turned him sideways and you get questioning yourself and things of that nature. And uh, we're coming up on that. And I'm so glad. I was thinking, Vince, as you were talking, I was thinking about my life first. Vince's life first was over there in Philippians 3.8. We spoke about that yesterday. And in the meantime, I was thinking about my life first. And uh, over there in Psalm 34, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his trouble. So we got a God that hears us. So Vince, you were saying just, just off here, we folks, to be honest with you, we had like 90 seconds in between recording the last broadcast and this one. And I said to Vince, just talk about whatever you want and uh, things like that. So Vince has taken us. So he, I think we're somewhere around 2010, 11 now, Vince, is that the way you're saying it? Yeah. Okay. Um, So I deployed in Afghanistan in 2010, came back a different person um, that my wife remembered um, yeah. It took a while, but I, I was eventually diagnosed with PTSD. Well, hang on a second. Now, I, I just want to say this one thing. I'm glad you, I, I'm glad he's reviewing this with us, but you had made a comment yesterday that just in case somebody's hopping in here because of Christmas or coming back from vacation or something, you made a, combat, a comment that while you were going in Afghanistan, uh, when you came back, your wife said, my husband died in Afghanistan and another guy came back. Yes. So that's where you are. So you can go ahead and go right. through your list. So I wanted you guys to hear that so you understand when people come back from any deployment, uh, it's different. Right. Um, so it took a while to get um, diagnosed with PTSD, depression, anxiety. I mean, I was completely uh, just checked out mentally in some ways. And so I thought uh, prescription drugs could help me feel better. I, yeah. You know, just... <coughs> And so I was, I was looking for anything to help me feel better, you know, anything, the easy, quick way. Yeah. Um, and so um, when they didn't help, it, instead they just uh, brought me down for the rabbit hole. I tried giving church a chance, uh, seemed to work on the surface. I was uh, working with my pastor for, for years. Um, I even got ordained in uh, 2014. Then I had my son in 2015, and uh, at this time, I was uh, working, but I was also uh, started to gain a lot of weight, and um, at the at my highest, I was at uh, 340. Yeah. And 
And so understand this too, Vince. How tall are you? Six six. So Vince is six six. I think he's closer to six seven to be honest with you. So he's a tall dude. So I used to be six four. I'm probably six three now. So some people would say I'm a tall dude, but uh, Vince is Vince has definitely got a few inches over the top of my head. And so you you pump on a bunch of weight. Why do you think you did that? I think I, it was uh, a lot of it was the medication that I was on. Um, it just caused me to I was just lying around all the time. Almost was, numb, right? Almost numb. Yeah, I was, I was just, I'd, I'd go to work, and then when I was home from work, I was just, I would just lay around. I just wouldn't yeah. do anything. And um, so I, it was around uh, 2020 uh, when COVID came in um, that we were seeing all this nonsense going on in New York and how it just, you know, the, the socialist, you know, governors and everything like that. And so they're living in New York. So then I want you to yeah, know that I they're not in New York. Yeah. They're, at this point, uh, they're, they're living in Western New York in Buffalo, that wonderful, balmy, warm city there with tropical <laughs> temperatures. Yeah. The great city, great people, um, horrible politics. Yeah. Um, but so I just find that we were renting at the time. So we didn't yeah. have any, we didn't really have any assets tying us down. The only thing that was tying us down was a family and, and a church and, uh, so my wife and I started talking about moving. We've, we've been talking about moving, buying a house or, uh, and we, we've even mentioned moving out of state and yeah. stuff. And, and so I was, I, I was just, uh, looking on for some reason we, we, I don't know how I remember Greenville, but we mentioned Greenville during one of our conversations. So Greenville, South Carolina, where we're sitting now. Yeah. And so I just looked up independent Baptist churches in Greenville and Morningside was like the second or third one that I looked at and. I was looking, I saw it was a big church. I was like, oh, it's probably one of these mega churches, you know, with the rock band and everything. And I was like, no, I don't want that. But I was looking, I was really like looking at it. And then I was watching our pastor uh, preach on YouTube. And uh, so he just, uh, I just fell in love with him. And we, we came to visit. And it's like, we fell in love with the church. And uh, so we, we finally decided, we decided to move. We decided, you know, we're, we're going to do this. We, we got to get out of here. We, we just got to do this. And uh, God worked his worked His will the whole way. Everything, every step, um, we we saw that it was definitely what God wanted us to do. So at this point, just to, uh, just to update you with what Vince is speaking about. So our church is not one of these big rock churches, uh, and uh, Vince came down. So I meet Vince. So what year is this, Vince? Where uh, when you start coming to Morningside? Twenty twenty one, August. Um, August 21. So your wife finds a job here. She comes down and gets hired as a school teacher, right? Yes. Actually, we, um, we decided to move. And I, I believe we actually signed our contract before she even had a job. Wow. We just trusted that God was going to provide. So they come down here and get a place to live, sign a contract, sign a lease. And, uh, and kind God put those things together, I guess. I don't know if that's the wisest thing to do. <laughs> I don't recommend doing that unless, you know, but we did that. And so, yeah, August, we moved in. And uh, it was Wednesday night, uh, prayer meeting, we were there. And um, Pastor Miller um, yeah. uh, called. He wanted to pray with me, get to know me a little bit. And so I kind of told him my story, what I was going through. And uh, then he's like, well, you know, this guy, this, uh, Doug Carragher, I, <laughs> I think you were there that night. Yeah, yeah. And But you, you, you slipped out before, and he, he gave me your number. And it took me a few days to, you know, get the courage yeah. to, to actually to call you. 
And so I, I finally called you. We, we, we met together, and, uh, and you invited me to Camp Joy. And so um, I was able to I was able to go to Camp Joy that year. And um, I mean, I was still a wreck. I was still miserable. Yeah. And uh, and for some way, you you just put me to work. You didn't, yeah. you didn't let me be a camper. You you put me to work. You put me running. Put him on the sound You're just trying to get Vince to do things. You could tell and, that Vince. Uh, wasn't necessarily having all the fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but eventually, um, that that started. Um, God used that to start breaking my heart. I was I, I had a heart of stone. God started to really break my heart, and then uh, you started working with me, talking to me about uh, joining Wounded Spirits, yeah. and I was like, okay, you know, this is. I was just hoping to do it like a part time through through the yeah. church, not really being. Yeah. I, my hopes of being in the ministry were gone. I was like, I'm never going to be in the ministry. Yeah, yeah. And the the God of this world, the devil, has a way of demoralizing you, taking a guy who's a marine, served his country in a good marriage, in a good life, and 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 the devil, right? Uh, I think Vince would have you believe in that. Uh, it's all a lie. You're no good. I mean, what's going through your mind? You got depression. You got anxiety. You got PTSD. Oh, I, I had no hope. I had no peace. No joy. I was. I was trying to. I was trying to fill uh, my life with 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 something. I was trying to get try to have something in my life. Yeah. Um, and so then, uh, as soon as you uh, started talking to me about joining Wounded Spirits and things, say, well, you you get a degree. Uh, in order to get on bases and stuff like that, and uh, there, and you introduced me to the vocational rehab through the VA and yeah. how you know it'll pay for my college, and yeah. I got accepted to a, a Christian university. And, um, so for you guys, uh, I, I I don't mean to interrupt, Vince. I just want to fill in blanks because I know that you guys have questions because I had so many and Vince had so many. So uh, if you have any disability from the military, you can apply for something called vocational rehabilitation where I was actually, actually drove Vince uh, down to the uh, American Legion. They have people they pay here in South Carolina and Greenville. We went down to the uh, city hall of all places. And, and in this building is the county offices, the city offices. And uh, we were able to sit down and, and Vince was able to do some paperwork. And through that, uh, the government came around and the VA came around and said, Vince, we'll help you get some education. So there is help there. So hold on to this thought for a minute. We're going to continue to move forward and tell you maybe some of the things that you can do. But we've got to let these stations do what they have to do. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. So I remember as we sat there in Greenville in the city hall building there, the American Legion. Now, folks, this is a real big, intimidating building. They actually moved to a bigger building in front of it now, and they're tearing down the old one. But uh, um, I remember signing up, and uh, were you scared during all that time, or did you just think it's time? I mean, what were you thinking as you were applying, as you're signing up for school? I mean, this is a big time. So uh, what's going through your mind through this whole couple-month couple month process you're uh yeah um 
I was ex- I was excited, um, uh, kind of like kind of a little nervous, you know, because I'm, I'm a, I was like I think I was yeah th- you know, I was thirty eight at the time yeah so I'm this like, this old guy going to you know yeah being around all, all these young kids, and so it was um, I was excited to uh, especially being able to go for counseling. I, yeah, I signed up for biblical, biblical counseling. Say that five times fast. Um, yeah. uh, so biblical counseling, um, and then uh, I started in the spring of twenty two, and uh, so I was, I was going through some of my courses, and uh, a lot of the, a couple of the courses, and it was just um, God used the, the teachers, the professors, to kind of just start. You know, pray. I'm supposed to be learning how to counsel, but at the same time, I was getting counsel. And uh, and through studying God's word and how to counsel people, and I'm just like, oh, that's that's me. Oh, oh okay, you know. And, and all now all these things were starting to, you know, yeah. really just it's like a chisel coming at, at my heart. What's the healing going on? I mean, is uh, not yet, not yet. You're just you're learning. You're you're like uh, um, I want to say the words you just said. You're you're hearing them talk about case studies or people or things that are going through. And you're you're still at the phase where, that's me, man. Yes, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I mean, I again, I I have a heart of stone. I'm just like you know, okay, you know, just kind of not going through the motions, but just like okay, it's just you know, I'm at school. I'm just I'm focusing on school. I, I don't want to focus on me. I just want to learn how to help people. But God said, no, you're gonna. I'm gonna give you this. And so in. Uh, I, I just, in, in the fall of that year, I was going again, and uh, my heart was just still, I was fighting it, just constantly fighting it. And then in November, no, October, I emailed my uh, my pastor, Pastor Crockett, and I said, I need help. I'm, I'm going through, I have, you know, I, I kind of just finally opened up of what was going on in my life him and I said I, I need help I need you to I'll find find me some help and he sent me through a program called Regen now and what what led you I just I, I want Vince to say what he's comfortable oh, yeah. saying so what's going on in your life that you had to go to a program called Regen I mean what's what's happening in your uh, life I, my my marriage wasn't very good yeah. I, was, I was angry all the time um, I was you know distant um, I had some sin in my life that yeah. um, was just controlling me. And so I had to, I knew that if I didn't get control over this, if I didn't, if I, uh, if I didn't get this out of my life, that um, I would, again, I was kind of focusing on the ministry first before my life. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I'm not going to be able to go into ministry. You know, Doug's not going to like that. He's not. Uh, and so I was just worried about what you were going to think about me. I was worried about missing out my another opportunity because I knew this was my last opportunity to be in the ministry. I kept on saying this, my last opportunity, only chance. And so, um, so I reached out and then he sent me to Regen. And it took a while. We, and Regen is regeneration. Regeneration. It's- which yes. uh, uh, a church sponsored program that you go through to uh, so tell us about that. It's like a 12 step program um, and uh, the first one is a like groundwork where you, you kind of you know uh, 
get to know the guys and stuff like that. And uh, it took a while before we had enough guys going there consistently in order to start a group. And then once we started the group, it was we we just go through the scriptures and we we talk to each other and uh, we had to go through one of the steps called inventory, where we had to uh, really not just go not just uh, take why we came there first, but we we went underneath it. We tried to find out what 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 was the uh, the the heart of the problem. And uh, like my professors always say, the heart of the problem is the problem with the heart. And so I had to really just, you know, find out. I, I had a struggle admitting that I had idols because, you know, idols, you know, that's something you worship. That's something that, you know, like a, like a you know, like a Mary statue or something like that. And so I didn't have any idols. I, I didn't like that word. I fought it for weeks. And then eventually I just came to the realization that, you know, I do. I have idols in my life. And uh, there, I'm, I'm worshiping things in my life that um, that are not God, and like the ministry, like uh, you know, control or uh, laziness, selfishness, um, all these different things in my life that just really God just finally, it's like the crust of my heart just finally broke off. Yeah, and I finally, it's like, okay. All right, now I know what is going on. Now I know where my where the problem is. Now I know why uh, it's, it's not, there's nothing else that's going on outside. It's, it's what's inside my heart. And so I got to really just, um, just start getting forgiveness and seeking forgiveness from my wife and seeking forgiveness from others and, and especially from God. And really just... Um, Focusing on that, and then I'll just then at the same time, uh, we're going through James chapter one, yeah. And uh, you know, to count it all joy, he's like, Count it all joy, why, why am I counting it all joy? And then I'm looking at that, I'm like, Okay, now that's starting to click in, you know, you know, God's in control, I'm, I'm gonna be able to handle it. And um, I like what uh, Philippians 4 says, it says, um, uh, let your moderation be known unto all men, the Lord is at hand. That word moderation. Uh, it, it, it means a calmness of mind. You know, to be a moderator, you have to, you have, to have that calmness. You have to There's a balance calm, in your life. A, yeah. a balance. And, you know, even though your life is going crazy, you can, have, you can be calm. And so God gave me that calmness. And uh, he, then it says, and, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And it was in Regen, and during, the, during that time, and during my... Uh, my classes at uh, the university where I started to get this calmness of mind. I started to get the peace. And then that's where I finally saw what the gospel is all about. That's where the gospel clicked, that the gospel is not just for salvation. Yeah. It's after salvation. It's primarily after salvation. Jesus is the gospel. It's through Christ Jesus. That's where you get your peace. That's where you get the joy. And I can honestly say for the first time in probably my whole life that I have, I have peace. I have hope. I have, I have a joy. I, 
I'm I, I'm not wondering about you know I'm not I don't think about you know okay what we're we gonna do with the ministry you know I'm not I, I'm excited about it but if if for some reason you know you don't want me in the, with wounded spirits I'm okay with that. But we I do want you. Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> so but, I'm just it, yeah. it's just that that's where I was at a point where I dreaded going to bed at night because I knew I would have to wake up the next morning. Wow. And so, folks, we're talking about a, a guy who's saved, who's a member of a good church, in a good marriage. Um, so, you know, you, you, when we think about these things, you know, far too often we're wrong. And we say, well, here's a guy who's married. Here's a guy who's getting his life together. Here's a guy who's going to Bible college. Here's a guy who's preparing for things. But the truth is the devil hates every one of us. The truth is I love this idea inventory. We're going to come back and talk about more about this tomorrow. You don't want to go anywhere. You want to make sure you continue to listen to Vince and what we have going on here. We love you guys. Again, Merry Christmas plus three days. And continue to pray for Kevin. We'll be back with you soon. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, Understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.